Hi, it's me Emily. Hope you're having a great day. Here is part one of the full interview that I got Deli Van Gogh to take part in. Hope you enjoy. Thanks, uh, thanks very much for having us. I'm Isaac. I'm the guitar player with Dally Van Gogh. I'm Lance. I'm the bass player in Dally Van Gogh. I'm Rochelle, and I'm the keyboard player in Dally Van Gogh. I'm John. I'm the lead vocalist and frontman. Nice to meet you, Emily. So, yeah. first question is a me question because it's how did the band form? So, huh, that's an old story. Um, the band probably started. Getting together in Rochelle. When did our band break up? Mm, two thousand eight. Okay, so probably in early two thousand nine. Um, Rochelle and I had a band right out of high school called Eight Days to Saturday, or, we, or a band in heavy quotation marks. Um, we didn't have a drummer, um, but that was kind of the beginnings of me pursuing music in any sort of a, a meaningful way. Um, that uh, you know people's lives went on and that got all broken up. It's funny because Rochelle and I had uh, a falling out and hated each other for about a decade. Um, but uh, Rochelle went off to music school and I, along with our then bass player, Megan McKenzie, decided I wanted to kind of keep going with some sort of a band of some kind. Um, and Megan and I were kind of on the same page. We wanted some sort of a hard rock sound. And we put out some ads and eventually kind of pulled the band together. Um, fast forward to now and the kind of the current or more current lineup. Um, that original lineup was active from uh, the first releases in late 2009 or 20 or early 2010. And we went uh, straight through to 2014 before we had a falling out with our then singer um, and had to cancel a tour, unfortunately. Um, and then I took about a year and a half off, uh, from performing, uh, or certainly performing with, um, with an original band, um, did some covers gigs and things like that. But, uh, in 2015, um, March, 2015, we, I had a house fire and lost my, uh, well, everything, uh, that, that I owned my recording studio. Um, all the stuff I was putting together, a music festival that lost everything to do with that. Um, and it was kind of a, a wake up call on, uh, you know, well, life in general, but certainly, um, music and kind of where I wanted to go with my life. Um, and you know, for that year and a half or so, um, from when Marcel left, I had just been kind of doing the record label thing. Um, I've got a, like, you know, an indie recording studio and an indie labels helping bands out and stuff, but it just kind of, you know, slapped you in the face and said, Hey, time to get going again. Um, so at that time, um, I put together a, uh, a new lineup for it, which, um, featured John Scotto, who's still with the band now. Um, and you know, five years later, we've gone through a couple different lineup changes. Um, but nothing that's been super, um, 
you know, uh, halting for the band. We've been lucky enough to manage to to keep the ball rolling uh, as much as we could through everything. Um, so now it's myself, Rochelle, Lance, and John. Um, and Johnny. And, and then Johnny Moore, who's our drummer, who's unfortunately, he's getting his tooth pulled right now, so he's not here. Um, but he may join us partway through. <laughs> um, well, the, I mean, the next question is, um, how do we all meet each other? So that's a question for kind of John and Rochelle and Lance. Well, Rochelle, you should go first because you have the earliest history. We're going to keep this chronological. Um, I met Isaac at a birthday party when we were in high school. Um, and at the party, there happened to be karaoke. And I sang a song and he said, hey, I play guitar. Let's get together sometime. I want to join a band. I, I want to... You want to start a band? I want to start a band. So then uh, we, we got together one day and just kind of start from there. Yeah. What, what Lance and John? Well, I actually... Uh, <laughs> well, uh, one of the former members of the band, um, Devin Roberts, is a very, very good friend of mine. And uh, I'd be looking and auditioning for some bands. I'd been... It struck my interest in uh, becoming a vocalist. And I worked on getting better at it for a number of years. And... I got a call and he's like, hey, I'm part of this band. It's called Dolly Van Gogh. It's uh, hard rock. I think they could use a guy like you. Would you like to come down? So I did. So I came down to uh, Isaac's place in... Um, There's an Eastern Passage. Eastern Passage, we thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Locations like that, though, we? Oh, we can. Might as well. I mean... They have no idea where that is. It's just... Yeah. yeah, but then people can look it up. Yeah. Eastern Passage of Wisconsin. Guys, no, no. We is, take off. It'll be great for the tourism this is, an, this is an interview. You yeah. just answer the questions. You don't have to, you don't have to be all worried about it all the time. It's all right. It's all right. Anyway, so I go to the uh, place, in, to the uh, studio in Eastern Passage. Well, it was more of his uh, old place at the time. He was transitioning uh, from yeah, to, to a different uh, living space. So uh, I auditioned. I did a few, auditioned with a few songs. I think the first song I did was War Pigs mm -hmm. by Black Sabbath. And... Um, then we did a um, live rehearsal in the rental rehearsal space, who, uh, Rockopolis, I think it was called. No, it wasn't Rockopolis, but we did we did go to Rockopolis, did, but didn't we go to Terry's place first? No, I think Terry's place. Or was place, Rockopolis first? Rockopolis first, because that was where I did my second audition, where okay. I had the full band playing live instead of me just playing the tape. Okay. Well, you know, digital audio. Well, anyway. Yeah. yeah. And then it basically took off from there. I've been um, in the band ever since. We've been working together four or five years now. And uh, this will be the third album. Well, not album, but EP, project. Project. Thing. Whatever you yeah. want to call it that uh, we've, I've been involved in since I started. So that's my part of it. Mine is significantly more boring. <laughs> uh, back before Christmas 2019, I was... It'd been a while since I had been in a band. I graduated the same music program Rochelle did back in uh, 2018. And by the end of 2018, the bands I were in had all gone separate ways. And uh, so I was just checking around on the internet, come across Kijiji's bands looking for a bass player. And pretty good at, honestly, I will say. We're a serious band. We're, we tour. We're looking to start touring down in the U.S. in the next yeah, year. Yeah, we didn't play any like weekend that. warriors. Well, we were yeah, trying, no. yeah, trying to weed out the weaklings before Which, the audition Yeah, process. no, and I saw that. I was like, okay, they're like a serious band, but on the same way, I've seen that before on band, and it was not a serious thing. Right. But it was nice to see something serious, so I sent them an email, and that was kind of, I started jamming with them, mm -hmm. I don't know, late November of 2019, something like that, and that was... <laughs> That's kind of it. Met everybody all at once. 
Johnny's Place jamming for yep. it. sent five, six songs. I don't remember what it was now. It was like War Pigs and a couple of... Them. War Pigs for sure. War Pigs has been the first audition song for everybody in the... In, yeah, in yeah, the, yeah, it was... It was no? well, War, because I did God key. Help Me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 No. Oh, no, I did um, East Coast Witches. No, that, yeah, yeah, that, that song had a much more involved keyboard. Yeah, yeah. 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 War Pigs were just kind of making up parts. Yeah. War Pigs was not suitable. It was like War Pigs and a couple of the, like... Originals. I don't remember what they were at this point, but yeah, yeah learn them, played them. I thought the first couple auditions went really well. Yeah, no, you were very impressive, man. You were very impressive. And yeah, come February and February was officially in the band, mm-hmm. and then COVID hit. Everyone yeah, went to shit. Yeah, that time it did not work out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm in a band, and then yeah. COVID hit. We were all no. ready. We had a bunch of gigs booked up, and we're all excited to get um, Lance on stage. And literally, it was like three days before our the first of our gig was supposed. Yeah. Our first gig was supposed to be in PEI, or my first gig, I should say, was supposed to be in PEI March 28th. And I remember things started getting shut down on the 16th because mm-hmm. it was a Sunday March break started. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you're not going to go back to school for a couple more weeks afterwards. And it never opened back up. Yep. Yep. Um, so first, first impressions of everybody. Um, and I can say mine. I mean, with John, uh, first impressions when he came to audition, I mean, you looked the part, which was nice. Walked in wearing a leather jacket and jeans and stuff. Because we'd had, I mean, we had a number of other auditions before John that did not go particularly well. Um, so, and, and not just, I mean, it's not about all about looks, but it certainly matters. Um, so, very first impression when John walked in the door, I was like, okay, he looks the part, he's got a beard, um, he's got long, uh, you didn't have that long hair at that point, but longer hair. No, I'd had, yeah, I'd had like, uh, recent haircuts before. Yeah, like the, it was, uh, you know, like ears, longer than your ears. Yeah, that would have been with Cyrus still had long hair. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, when John first joined the band, Cyrus wasn't in yet. No, no. Um, oh. We had Callum. Yeah, yeah, yeah Callum was our yeah, bass. Devin's buddy. Um, but, uh, I mean, the big one, War, he auditioned with Warpigs. Warpigs was great. The one that really sunk it for me, though, was um, uh, Man in the Box. Mm. When, you, when you blew through that, like, on First, I don't really know the song, guys, but I'll give it a shot. And just I played it a bunch of rock it. band, but like <laughs> that song never played on the radio in Prince Edward Island. You right, know, so. right. Um, but he killed that. I mean, it's hard to say no to a, a singer who's who can sing "Man in the Box." Yeah. Um, that, so that was pretty much the beginnings of it. I mean, I, from there we needed to get the actual full audition and everything going. But he fit in well, and um, the the final clincher for me was when you wrote "Dark Passenger." Uh, yeah, that Dark, was a lot of fun. Yeah. I think mean, it was the first song I wrote was, for the band. That was the first song you wrote for the band. and Because that was, you know, it wasn't necessary that you needed to be able to write songs. No, no, I but just, it was, would certainly have been helpful, right? Well, also, like, you know, when you're starting off in a band and everything like that, you wanted to, like, let people know I'm going to contribute, you know, mm. what I can do and everything like that. And you want to contribute more than just, like, hey, I'm a pretty face who can sing and right. uh, carry yeah. equipment. You yeah. Know? So... So, yeah, so he when he when he wrote that, um, and you can check it out, it's up on our website, um... That was the, 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 yeah, okay, he's definitely the guy. Um, Lance and Rochelle are a lot more recent um, additions. I mean, for Rochelle, I mean, her joining the, re- joining the band slash rejoining, you know, being in music with me was, came about from that uh, Facebook post, right? Yes. Um, Shannon? Yeah. yeah My so, friend Shannon uh, had tagged me in um, their Facebook post looking for a keyboardist. Yeah. Um, and... 
she had to like audition for the band, but she didn't have to audition for me because I already knew. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of like, it was a formality. Here's here's like Rochelle. <laughs> Promise you guys she could play. <laughs> here's yeah. the oh, also, she sings like a maniac. Yeah. At, at first, it was like, okay, you're bringing in your friend, but then I thought to myself, well, I was brought in as a friend. Yeah. So yeah. Well, this will probably work out. Of music in general, right? A lot of it, especially in Halifax, it's such a close knit community. I'm amazed that I didn't know Lance. Right or that oh, someone in the band didn't. Well, I am a fair bit younger than you guys. Yeah, and Johnny, that's true. And Johnny lives in the middle of nowhere, so yeah, the opposite middle of nowhere for right, me. Totally, that's true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, because we went to the same high school and the same music yeah, program. Yeah, three of us all went to the same high school. Just and different we took times. This, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, with Lance, it was a little bit trickier um, because we were trying to very smoothly transition. We had Cyrus in the band for a little while there. Um, Cyrus is the guy you see in the music video for um, more or less arms race, arms race but he's years. but he's fronting, he's singing right, arms yeah. race. Um, and so, I mean, for obvious reasons, we had to replace him with someone very competent because the guy had fronted us for a music video. Like, you know, yeah. it's important. Um, yeah, Cyrus was not an easy musician to replace. No, <laughs> um, and Lance came in, and Lance is a very, very different musician than Cyrus. But in the end, Lance is a, a better fit, in, at least in my opinion. Um, for what we're doing, um, and kind of jive very quickly. And but most importantly, and the number one thing for me was that you did your homework. Yeah. Um, you showed up when I told you to learn the five songs. You I learned knew, them. I knew the five. You songs. knew the five songs. Yeah. Right. You, you know, it wasn't note for note what Cyrus played or anything like that. But that wasn't what we were looking for, anyways. No. So that helped as well. So I mean, first impressions were good with um, Johnny, who again, unfortunately, is not here. Um, hopefully, we can get a soundbite for you of him. Good. Hello, guys. All frozen up. Um, Johnny, man, how did the, the process go with Johnny? Pretty Johnny, hard. we never even auditioned. Oh no, we did audition. We did, we did audition him, and um, yeah. we. It was uh, one of those kind of auditions that you don't really get a lot of times, where you get what one person, you're like, okay, let's see what this person can do. Yeah. And at the end of the whole thing, you're like, that's the guy. Yeah. Mm. Well, he was, walked in with two two hi hats. I remember that, which was hilarious. Yeah, he walked in like he owned the place, yeah. and I was like, okay, let's see if he could back... Okay, he could back that up. Holy yeah. crap. Wasn't yeah, he so. also, like, playing a gig with you guys, like, within, like, two weeks? No, he but he was at a gig. We had Zach. So Zach Lacey, who's our our, um, our front of house sound guy, um, he happens to also be a drummer. So Zach filled in for him for one gig. Right. But but what he, what um, Johnny was doing was recording with us within two weeks. Right. Because when, okay. when we were bringing him in, it was right as we were starting production on... Um, under, uh, under her spell. spell. So Johnny basically it was like before Johnny learned in any of enough, anything close to enough music to learn a set, he had to learn all the, the new songs album. that we'd written. Right now, the good news was that there wasn't really a hell of a lot that, of stuff to learn. Yeah. Look, because because you know we needed him to competently play something to the music that we'd already written. We just had right? to figure what to play. Yeah, exactly. Which he knocked that out of the park. So I mean that was that was pretty straightforward. Um, yeah. and then yeah, he's been in here, you know, ever ever since then. Um, well, um, I guess as far as my impressions, and I'll just try to keep it brief. Yeah. Uh, when I first met Isaac, I initially, and I never told him this, but I initially mistook him for the band's agent. Yeah, well, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, the uh, audition was an experience place. He's um, I. I he struck me as a person who knew how to write music. I wanted to make sure I wasn't getting together with a bunch of jokers who were, you know, weekend warriors mm -hmm. or anything like right. that. People were knew what they were doing um, and I like that. The production value was fun. 
Um, he also comes across things um, creatively and musically from a very different direction. And creatively, you don't want to work with like-minded people all the time. So I felt that like really helped us uh, dynamically. Um, moving on, I'm just doing this in the order that I met everybody. Sure. Johnny. <laughs> Johnny um, impressed me right from the beginning. The man is a complete maniac. Like his energy is like that of a five-year-old that never, ever, ever, ever stops. He does it. St there's, it's amazing. It, it, it is amazing. It is amazing. He is. <laughs> And all due respect to most other people I know, he is the hardest working guy I have ever met in my life. And yeah. not just like in like the sense of like dedication to music or dedication to their work oh, and life. like that. But yeah. um, I remember like one gig which um, where he was playing and his neck was literally like at like some kind of 45 degree yeah, angle. Yeah, yeah, Warfare Rally. It, it was not pretty looking. Um, but, you know, he insisted on... You know that we keep playing doing it, playing through the injury, playing through the injury, and everything like that. And Johnny has never ever failed to impress me, um, and I do not say that or give him that praise lightly. Um, Rochelle, um, as I said, I was so Isaac told me, hey, I'm getting someone in who uh, can play keys, has a lot of experience playing keys, and is a great vocalist. Now we didn't have that kind of vocal dynamic before, so I was a bit concerned about how it was going to change, but I was very open to you know the change I. You know, anything that adds to a vocal dynamic in a band, I think, is, you know, very, very good and important. And, yeah, Rochelle is, Rochelle and I have this, like, weird harm harmonic kind of, um, our voices just really work well yeah, together. The, the chemistry works. Mm. The chemistry works. Yeah. Uh, we, we all get along. She's a very wonderful person to work with. Um, and, yeah, she struck me as, like, wow, we are very lucky to get a person who can play the keys like this and sing like this at the same time. As a former keys player myself, it is not easy to play complicated sequences while singing. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I was absolutely thrilled. When Lance came here, the first thing I thought was, that is a tall person. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget how much He's taller I am on the rest of you. Tell now we have someone who like we, we were all like the same height before. <laughs> yeah, we all had this like, <laughs> height synchronicity. Lance, Lance super tall and Rochelle's shorter than the rest yeah. of us. But um, <laughs> she's taller than Johnny. Yeah, she I is taller than Johnny. I think we're the same height, actually. You and Johnny? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think so. But yeah, depending Lance, what shoes I'm wearing. <laughs> Lance uh, is very—he's a very different uh, bass player than Cyrus. But as it's a very, very—he's a very, very good fit. He's incredibly talented. Um, does the work and is very, very creative. Um, was not uncomfortable share giving us input at the beginning about way things we could do That's things a good point, differently. Yeah. And that was a very, very, very good sign because you don't yeah. want someone who's just there to just kind of sit there and be like, oh, so okay, this is what we're doing and stuff like that. You yeah. want people who are going to contribute. And Rochelle, yeah. Lance, Johnny, we all, you know, contribute to uh, what eventually becomes, you know, our music and performance. Yeah. I mean, that's an important point for in general is that uh, one of the best things about this band and one of the big reasons that it, that it works is that we all work together and no one's afraid to speak up yeah um which you know if you've ever watched the um uh some kind of monster documentary with metallica that almost imploded their band <laughs> yeah. um but it's it's constructive yeah as opposed it's, a, it's to, all in a very uh, good way yeah. Yeah. yeah what about you guys first impressions i everybody? just remember like because i I hadn't been in a band in like two years or something like that by the time I came to audition for Galley. And uh, I remember going in not really expecting anything because, like I said, I had seen stuff on Kijiji about, like, oh, we're a serious touring band. And it's like, 
no one's taking anything seriously. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of expecting like a semi-serious band, and like I have a decent knowledge of like from my music degree and like the music industry and how to make money in the music industry. So I was like, okay, we can work and I can make something of this and this will work. And then I show up and everybody is, first of all, I was incredibly pleased with how nice everybody was to me. (laughs) I shouldn't say pleased, but I was like, everybody's just like really nice. This is great. Um, And then obviously they're all. You haven't played Monopoly with us yet. (laughs) Yeah, just wait, bro. Yeah, They're all incredibly talented musicians, obviously to produce that level of music and then like the more i started talking and then after i was like officially in the band and we started talking about like touring and like how stuff was like handled and stuff i kept thinking like like i kept going home to my parents and be like they're a real band that's what i kept telling my parents i'm like they're like a real band like they have their like isaac has all the business stuff together and he knows how to do it like, I keep mentioning stuff of, like, oh, I assume you know how to do this, and you, Isaac would just be like, no, yeah, I already do that. And in my head, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't have to do all this this time. Because <laughs> in my last band, I basically did everything business-related, which I'm trying to put his stuff oh, you're, with you. Oh, you're certainly helpful. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice. Everyone contributes in different ways, but yeah. it's certainly nice having another person. Um, with that kind of a background. Yeah. Um, like, yes. when we were here for, I don't know how many hours, we were here working on that grant that one night, like five, six hours. Forever. Pound, trying yeah. to pound through a grant. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was good. Cool. Yeah, the big thing for me was, like, they're a real band with, like, real aspirations. And, like... And a plan to get there. And a plan to get there. That was the biggest thing, is, like, things were planned out. You're planning on another album, and then, the, like... The bigger thing with like Buck Cherry popped up, and then mm-hmm. the stuff with your timing was good. My timing was great. I mean, other than COVID, other obviously. than COVID, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't for was COVID, bad. it would yeah. be. Yeah. I showed up at the right time. Yeah, twenty twenty, a product of acne. Yeah. Right. Well, what about you, Rochelle? First impressions, everybody. Glad mm-hmm. everyone was pretty nice. Uh, <laughs> I had already known Isaac, um, but we hadn't really hung out with each other in, in many years so i guess let's it was be real here you, you thought impression. i was a dick yeah well yes but we were teenagers <laughs> well, then yes. and uh, i gotta say i was surprised with how much he had matured which was really really nice uh you heard it first here <laughs> i have matured over the years Isaac Kent is a mature individual yes <laughs> and um yeah, yeah i was pretty impressed with how quickly i was i got along with everyone and it it felt like a family real quick mm-hmm. For sure. Which sometimes is good, sometimes it's bad, because family fights. Mm-hmm. But but it's family. But it's family. It's healthy yeah, fighting. It is, it is. It's it's it's, it's, we don't fight over anything that, I mean, this is going to sound funny. We don't fight over anything that matters. We just fight over music. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's not like... It's I, not I like mean, I, I, I disagree with no. you, because the music matters to me the most. No, you don't... Uh, well, I, I know what, what you I, mean. What I mean is, like, you know, it's not like, you know, fighting with your dad who abandoned you. Or something, right? <laughs> Like it's not. There's there's real fights in the dark pretty quick, but um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I accept that analogy, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, in the end, you know, uh, the music is uh, obviously hyper important to me. I've been at it for ever, mm. um, but in the context of life, That's it's still just music, right? Yeah. yeah. And and we argue about it, and then we usually end up in a good place at the end of it. It's like fighting in hockey. Like it ends up right. with a net positive. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and a few missing teeth. That's a 
the weirdest analogy I've ever come up right, with. Alright, so. My life. What question are we on? Four? Now we're on, uh, we're up to seven. Oh, oh. no. Um, where'd the name come from? Where'd the name come from? Okay, so, so the one? name. Okay, there's, there's debates on this, because Rochelle's got one opinion and I got one opinion. Kill the legend. Because she remembers something before me. I have, I have me and another person that can back that up. Yeah. Ooh, you got sources. I have, I have receipts. <laughs> um, yes, we were sitting in the kitchen. Uh, this is 12 years ago, by the way. 12 years ago, sitting in the kitchen at Isaac's old house, and on the wall he had like a, a painting that was kind of like a collage of a bunch of famous paintings. And our uh, one of our band members at the time, Dave, looked at it as we were trying to figure out, you know, band names, and he said, why don't we just call ourselves Dally Van Gogh? Because he was looking at a Salvador Dali painting and a Van Gogh painting. And we laughed, and then next thing you know, Isaac used the name. A yeah, year so later. it's like everybody laughs, yeah. and then everybody stops for a second. And they're like, "Wait a second. Well, we didn't use it, so I, we became in this band called Eight Days to Saturday, um, which was a you know kind of an indie pop thing. Um, I don't remember that, but I remember. Of course you I don't, remember because sitting, you want to take credit. No, that's, but that's just not. I, but I remember sitting. So the the what was actually on the wall? Yeah, there was two posters. There was a poster of the greatest work of Dali and a. Uh, a poster of the uh, greatest work of Vincent Van Gogh, mm. and then another part of the house. I, also had, I had, um, um, oh, what's his name, Da Vinci, um, and some of his stuff. Um, but anyway, so those two posters were sitting up in my kitchen. But my recollection is sitting there um, with Megan. Um, so that would have been after Dave. No. Oh no, Megan was the. Um, no, it was with all of us because then Dave was playing guitar as well. At that time. Yes. Yeah. Well, but uh, my recollection is sitting there with Megan after. You guys had left, um, and and uh, Megan and my dad, and thinking, um, hey, what about Dally Van Gogh? But so there you go. It's up for debate. Call contact David Larue. He lives in Montreal somewhere. <laughs> he's he's the source right there. We can see if well, he can figure it out. I mean, of course, he's gonna say the correct answer, which is my answer. I don't know if he will because he's the one who came up with it. I mean, you Maybe. both basically just told no, the same story. It's just, just slightly different. You came up with it, it once, and you came up with it another one. No, hey, me and I'm him just... were jamming back in 2013, and we were laughing. I remember like. Hey, remember when you came up with the oh, band name and that Dave? asshole stole it? Yeah, that's yeah. funny. And now he's taking credit for it. I just glad I'm part of the band that doesn't have the in the name. Honestly. <laughs> right? Yeah. Honestly. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay, um, this question for Lance. What's the songwriting process like? So, probably specifically for Boneyard, what was the songwriting process like? So, the this? songwriting process um, is kind of different, but the, I think... The difference of it is just Isaac is a writing machine, so it. I only have about a thousand riffs. Three albums, <laughs> like probably ready to go within a week if you wanted to. Yeah, conceivably. Yeah. So most of the, like the stuff we've written since I've been in the band, it's all started with Isaac shows up with this riff and an idea, typically like a guitar note demo. Sometimes there's lyrics to it, and then we all. We kind of just like put it in the middle of the room and then we all just play with it until it becomes mm -hmm. whatever it is. And with Boneyard, it was the same way. The new single we were working on, um, Isaac came up. I don't actually remember that riff showing up. I just remember us playing it. I don't remember where Yeah, it came at some from. point I was just like, hey, I got this riff. And we just started playing yeah. it. Yeah. I, th I think that might have been when you just started playing it. 
practice one night. I don't know if you came with that one. Or if you just started playing, and I was like, that's cool, keep playing that. And then me and Johnny started that sounds about right. playing around Often with I'll it. just be sitting on the edge of the drum uh, riser playing and playing, messing around yeah. with stuff. And our drummer, Johnny, is like the king. Of, we'll be sitting at band practice, and he'll just yell, let's jam something. Yeah. <laughs> like every week. Which Pretty much. turned into something yeah. this time. But it's super, I love collaborative writing, and I love mm-hmm. co-writes, just because... Like, I think John was saying, every uh, everybody in this band has a very different way of approaching songwriting. Mm. And when we take all those different ways of approaching songwriting, they all are coming from very different places, but they all end up in the same place very easily. Or at least I found the Boneyard, and what we ended up with is probably... It is by far the best thing I have ever been a part of. But yeah, I'm pretty proud of it. Well and above the best song I've ever been a part of writing. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it, I mean, yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it usually, yeah. it, or it often goes. I mean, yeah. you've, got, you've got a couple of new tunes now. I it's helpful that everyone stuff. in the band is kind of, comes up does some writing so, yeah. now. But and John often, already had the lyrics. Sort of. I had, I had a concept in mind for something that I'm not going to really mention just in case I actually like end up going with the original concept in a different way sometime. Yeah. Right. Um... So look forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> Someday, possibly never. Okay, so... Um, so we demoed it and sent it home we, with you. Yeah. yeah. Oftentimes when um, I'm working on songs, I like to like have the music, I like to sit on it for a while, brainstorm, everything like that. And um, with this one, I was originally just going with the original concept, but modern times and watching the news and everything like that made, uh, made me think about going in a bit of a different direction. We sat down with Isaac, we worked out uh, some kinks, we changed a couple syllables. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then, pretty much like the next day, or next day or two, we were doing vocal demos. Yeah, because yeah, Boneyard was weird, because we weren't really working on it. No, we because, were working on other stuff. Yeah, because before the pandemic, we had, I don't know, five, a lot of our best stuff worked out. Yeah. A lot of our best stuff happens that way organically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we were working on a different song that we were gonna make, like the first single for the next. EP I don't even album, think we went back to that one since, honestly. No, Not we much. haven't really touched, and we had that like completely tracked out. Yep. And we were gonna start working on that, and then we were able to start coming back to jams, and we started playing around with it, and then Boneyard came to be, and we immediately dumped the other one in the back burner pot and really focused. Well, on it was just it. obvious this song was. I mean, for a first single drop, because I have no doubt more. that other one's going to come out. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But but this, for it's the first yet, one to kind of yeah. drop, yeah, it's just not the, the right one to go first. It's also worth noting that um, our producer, Rob Laidlaw, had an effect on the, the writing of the song. Yeah, that's true. Um, Rob, we sent the demo of this other song, um, which, I mean, we played a lot. We may as well talk about it. It's yeah, called Little Hell. Yeah, yeah. Little um, so you, there might be some live videos kicking around of it. Um, but we'd sent that that off to him. We we during the course of we had a provincial shutdown here. I'm not sure what you guys are dealing with in the UK exactly, um, but I'm sure it's very similar all over the world right now. Um, we had a total shutdown, and everyone was kind of in in quarantine, and we couldn't jam or anything. So remotely, we, tracked we all an tracked album. an entire this entire song. Now it wasn't under the best circumstances. So once we we got it all together. We sent it off to Rob, and once we were able to get together again, it became obvious. Okay, we're gonna re- we're gonna track it again mm-hmm. now that we can actually get together in a room and like work which out we the never bits. Did. Which well, which funny enough, we never did. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we started working on Boneyard. Yeah. Instead. Um. So we sent it off to Rob. Rob had some opinions on the song. 
those opinions influence the writing of this and how we yes. approach it, uh, especially with Lance bringing up how the um, the pre-chorus goes, where, where we we pull everything back and it's just Rochelle's um, harmony voice with the um, with a little bit of organ over. with the organ mm. stuff. Um, and that and the fact that it drops out to just the bass in the first verse mm. is very much influenced by Rob. So big shout out. Yeah, to that him. was a Rob idea. Rob we idea. Got that it's, back and we were like, yeah. Our, There's a number of little things yeah. throughout it, but those were the two big ones. That, yeah, that was because I remember when we got that first one back from the first mix of it back yeah. from Rob. Uh, that was like the part of it. Everybody was like, "That was that's sick. cool. We need to keep that yeah. regardless." Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Everyone, go out and check out Deli Van Gogh. Check out the new singles. Check out past albums, and just. Uh, they also have like this flip book or like diary kind of adventure about Boneyard so go and check that out I'll put links to everything on Facebook you can find it there at Emily Rock Show you can also read my review on the latest single Boneyard so check it out Thank you for listening to part one with my interview with Deli Van Gogh. Make sure you check out part two. Keep it rocking.